Welcome to CoreCast, your all-drum-core podcast, with your hosts, Andrew Tomaska and Rocky Ankeny. Hello, fans. Hello, and welcome back to CoreCast, really the official start of Season 2. Uh, how have you been? We haven't talked since uh, our last podcast. Well, okay, that's not true. You visited Boston... Uh, back in March was it? it I'm pretty sure it was January. Jan- January, <laughs> yes, January. yes. Sorry. Yeah, um, that was fun. Uh, we got to meet up first time in person since when was the last time we saw each other? August. August. That's right. Since uh, World Championships. So mm-hmm. a good, good little chunk of time there. Um. So yeah, it's good to be back in the recording chair after a stressful semester of uh, school um, and a lack of drum corps show announcements too um, especially early on yeah it's been super quiet and uh, that's like mostly why we haven't started the season sooner just like almost no news has been going on throughout this winter yeah um, it's, <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I want to blame the Bluecoats for not announcing their show until the first performance, but I think people are being a little more strategic now, because they saw what a big effect that, that that can have on an audience, um, perhaps. Do you think... There's such a thing as too much exposure, but... Do you think that the Bluecoats did well, partially, or so, do you think them holding out on the show helped them a little bit? I think so. How? Um, well, they withheld... I mean, everything was hush-hush. It was like Star Wars Episode Seven, if I was to relate it to that. Like, we just, you know, we saw Luke in the trailers. I'm sorry for those of you that haven't seen Star Wars, but we saw Luke in the trailers. We saw... Um, uh, we saw... Uh, what's his name? Dang it. I don't remember. Um, the guy we thought... Finn. We thought Finn was going to be the Jedi, but it turned out to be Rey. Complete plot twist. We didn't expect that. Well, he could um, still be a Jedi. You never know. Was... I mean, you never know where the D- Disney's going to take it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was. I mean, it's just nothing we ever expected, and it was cool because everything was hush. And the same thing with the Blue Coat show is like, um, we didn't know what their uniforms looked like. We didn't know what their show was. They released their repertoire, and it sounded uh, interesting. Yeah, uh-huh. I, re- I remember. Um listening to all that stuff on youtube and i was just like what are they doing with this yeah and uh i think the element of surprise is key especially in today's day and age if you can keep it quiet um with social media and all that stuff out there i think um that lends itself to that says something that nothing leaked out yes speaking of leaks though now that I think about it, I did know what the cadets show was for a while. Someone told me, someone on the inside told me, and I just took it with a grain of salt because, you know, things change. Yeah, I mean, I heard a lot of things uh, coming into this season, especially after last year. I was like, well, you know, because everyone we marched with pretty much is not there anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, so... Nick Frank is still there. 
um, in the trumpets. Once the color guard is still there. Uh, I don't really know anyone in the color guard. I got really close to them in 15, I think. Um, After you aged out. Yeah. Uh, there's one of, one of my students is... Uh, or he was a student of mine, uh, is in the trumpet line this year, I think, unless he quit, which I don't know, because I'm not really following him. So that's kind of cool. I yeah. Him. Speaking of which, they're apparently looking for a trumpet and a tuba at this point in time of this recording, so oh. it's not yeah. too late, unless you're over 21. Yeah, it's too late for us. <laughs> too late for us. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'd want to march there this year, yeah, Know- I don't think so. knowing their show. Yeah, um, I think it's more so, I mean, I obviously we loved the cadets when we were in it, um, but as of everything that's happening with, you know, staff changes and um, Hop, Hopgate. that's pretty much it. Say what? Hopgate. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things uh, riding on this season. Um, and yeah, uh, I mean, I hope they do well. For I sure. do too, as, as an alumnus, I mean... As alumni, we hope they do well, um, because we love maroon and gold, but... Um, or whatever they're who, doing this year. Who knows? Uh, so, uh, I guess we should talk about what shows have been announced so far, which is I think not a lot. Not a lot, but more than it was a few days ago when we had planned to start doing this episode, um, which is great. In fact, one was just announced today before we started recording, uh, or at some point earlier today. I mean, I was busy all morning, so I, it was sometime between midnight yesterday and right now. So, let's see. Um... Where do you want, let's just start alphabetically. I think that would, yeah, um, uh, you know, some of the ones that people are curious about. Uh, let's let's go right to uh, the Blue Devils' uh, recent announcement. Uh, their show is called Metamorph. Uh, at first, I thought it was like Metal Morph. Uh, they doing some sort of rock show? No, I misread. It's Metamorph. And basically, uh, from what I could gather, their show, uh, which by gather I mean I just read what was on their website and watched their video. Uh, their show is about uh, the 60-year celebration of what the Blue Devils is, like what they are, who they are. Um, basically, you know, celebrating the past, uh, you know, we're working in the present and looking towards the future and how there's the phenomenon of metamorphosis within science and, you know, pop culture and movies and fiction and all that sort of stuff that goes on. Um their musical repertoire, which I gave a little bit of listen to, um, I could not find the first um, listing uh, their first their first musical selection on YouTube, uh, but it was a very quick search, just you know preparing for this podcast. Um, but I did find the Triumph of Time uh, by Peter Graham, and uh, from the few minutes I listened to the opening, and oh, I I mean. That's some fierce uh, brass band arranging, if I do say so myself. Uh, I think it, I think uh, Peter Graham. I could be wrong because I've done zero research on this. Um, Peter Graham composed another piece that my high school marching band did my freshman year when I was not a part of of the marching band. But the piece that they did was called. Uh, 
Into the Light, I think. I don't remember. But it was really exciting and complex and, and fun to play. Sorry, right. anecdote aside. <laughs> but uh, assuming that your information is right, uh, this piece is there's triple tongue everywhere, all sorts of runs. I thought it was something Crown would play for sure. Um, and then they got to some of the funky chords, and I was like, oh, yeah, Blue Devils, got it, right. <laughs> um, uh, Fly the Bumblebee, that needs no explanation whatsoever. Um, Everything Must Change is a jazzy piece. It's a, you know, uh, a lyric, I shouldn't say lyrical, but it's a, you know, vocal, uh, more mainstream type piece. And then you've got um, Crystal by Simon Dobson and... That is also a short brass, uh, sort of brass band kind of thing, too, from what I could gather so far. Um, and it's very Blue Devil-esque. Someone should do that show. Um, Anyways. Have you watched the video for that? Uh, you mean the, the video where they uh, for their show announcement? No, the for Crystal. Uh, you mean the one with the multiple trumpets? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the same person, isn't it? Yep. Okay. I thought I was just seeing things. Nope, that's all the same person. So, uh, there you go. Uh, so, I mean, their show, from, from what I hear, it's definitely going to be... Blue Devils always put out something good, um, whether we agree with their park and barks <laughs> or not. Um, so, uh, their musical selection is sound... Um, I'm not really a fan of the show logo, but it usually grows on me. Um, and uh, they look solid. They haven't lost any staff members. They haven't done in the great 2016 staff trade, 2017 staff trade. They haven't lost anybody. Um, they're kind of just sitting out there on the West Coast. Yeah. So um, really looking to be something great to celebrate 60 years, which is apparently the diamond anniversary of the Blue Devils. So... Keep your eyes peeled on them. They're never really out of the game for winning the whole thing this season, so keep your eyes peeled. Will do. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of eyes, uh, Blue Knights uh, announced their show a little while back, and it's simply that. They're calling the show I. That was an amazing segue. I know, and it was on accident. I mean, (laughs) totally planned. Um... Yeah, so uh, I, and literally, um, unless I am blind, which is a possibility, by the way, um, they haven't really said what it's about. Their trailer or teaser trailer for the show is very ambiguous. There's an eyeball, and then someone looking up at an eyeball, which makes an eye, and the Blue Knights thing, and then some music in the background. It's very ambiguous, Um, and it's, I don't know. I guess that's really all I have to say. It's like you don't know what's the what's going to be about. Their um, their musical selections include "Wave" by Beck and "Concerto for Percussion and Orchestra" by Joseph Schwantner. Okay, I'm I'm a terrible musician because I can't pronounce half of these names. Uh, Schwantner, Schwantner. There's two ends there. Um, and also 107 Steps. I'm not even going to try to pronounce. It's um, Bjork. 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 There you go. There should be a little accent. Oh, that's it. 
And Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap. Imogen Heap? Imogen Heap. At least I think that's how you say it. That's how, that's how I've always heard it being called. Okay. Imogen Heap. Um, so really keep your eye on the Blue Knights because uh, they've, of course, been on the rise. Um, yeah. Their show was super interesting last summer. Yeah. The, the whole, like, uniform design where it looked like they were like they didn't have a leg yeah and the um the tarp in the middle that too where like i was like what's this supposed to be oh the yard i I like the stands yeah i liked how the yard lines on the tarp were like spiraling in the middle yeah like a giant black hole in the middle of the field which is yeah um speaking of black holes (laughs) um because space um, and stars. The blue stars. <laughs> uh, that was a stretch for. for it a was a stretch. I know. I'm I'm pressing my luck here. Uh, but their show is called Starcrossed, and that's all we know. I'm guessing a love story of some sort. Sounds about right. Um, and blue stars. So star crossed. There you go. And you're not ready for this one, are you, ready, Andrew? The Colts. You know what their show is? What is it? It's very original in the title. It's called Both Sides Now. I've never heard that before. Uh, wait, are you serious? Yeah, Colts. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Both Sides Now, which was the original name for the Cadets 2013 show Side by Side. It was called Both Sides Now, and then they, they couldn't figure out how to do Both Sides Now, so they did Side by Side. Um, so That's... Both Sides Now... Which, I give it to them, I was like, well, let's see how they uh, do it. They're basically uh, talking about the brain, you know, uh, our, you know, logical side versus, you know, our our art side and, you know, left hemisphere, right hemisphere, those kinds of things going on. Um, So, yeah, interesting to see what kind of uh, show they put out this year. Definitely interesting. Speaking of brains, uh, Crossman are, have announced their show as being Enigma, um, and that's like they showed us a logo, and that's about it. Everyone being real secretive this year. Um, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't like being in the dark. But if you didn't hear, side note, um, remember last year how the recaps, we didn't get full recaps? Yes, they're doing that again. They are coming or they're, back. They're coming back, yeah. I did so, hear that. First time since I've marched that we actually get full recaps. I mean, it's only been two years, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Genesis is doing the other side of now. Um, that, sounds, Genesis... that sounds like a, a combination, or like, that sounds like the opposite of both sides now. Both sides now. <laughs> the other side of now. The other side of now. It's um, like a different dimension. But that their um, repertoire looks pretty fun. It definitely. I see some Metallica in there, so yes. So they're doing and pure imagination. They're doing hide and seek, which uh, the Blue Knights are also doing. So it'll be cool to see how both of the groups take the same song and make it their own. Yeah, uh, different arrangements, yeah. different performances different people different core um they're doing master of puppets by metallica that's a 
good one. A metal staple. Get it? Metal staple? I I get it. Uh, Rhapsody in Blue, that's a good one too, by Gershwin. Land of Confusion by Genesis. Ha. Huh. I, I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. Have you? Uh, no, but uh, the fact that Genesis is playing something by Genesis makes me laugh a little. It is very funny. Uh, they're playing a song called Both Sides Now by Joni or Johnny Mitchell. That's interesting. And then Pure Imagination. Uh, I'm actually curious to to watch the show. I don't think they're... Where are they from? Like, Aren't they... Didn't they just move up to world class? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I know there was a core that did. Oh, they're from... Wait. It sounds like they're from Texas. I think I think Genesis was the core that just moved up. Perhaps. But our viewers should not... You know, everything on the internet isn't true, so you should totally double-check facts when we aren't for sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, moving right along, uh, Madison Scouts... Last Man Standing. Uh, really, I mean, it sounds like it's a uh, you know uh, gonna be um, a fight of some sort or survivor situation or don't really know. They didn't really elaborate in their show announcement. They gave us musical selections. That's about it and a show logo, of course. Uh, their musical selections include Territorial Claim. Um, and Miraculous Mandarin by Bella Bartok. That's interesting. Depletion by Nick Porcho. Um, O2 by Scott Burma, perhaps? Uh, Nick Porcho and James Sparling. Hope and Despair by Scott Burma, Nick Porcho, and James Sparling. The Battle Within from Music for Prague. I'm not, yeah, so uh, by uh, Carol Husa and Pelinz P. Reprise. Okay. Um, I mean, I sort of see a story already unfolding based on just the title of the music. Yeah. Yeah. So, Madison Scouts, will they be back in finals this year? I don't know. Maybe. Time will tell. All right. Um, let let's see. Uh, just to briefly kind of go through this, uh, mandarins are doing inside the ink. Don't really know a whole lot uh, behind that. Um, you heard anything else about the mandarins? No. Other than that official show announcement. No. Uh, Oregon Crusaders are doing encompass. Um, with very, uh, musical selections including variation on original theme, Opus 36, a.k.a. Enigma Variations, uh, Where the Streets Have No Name by U2, and Only Time by Enya. Uh, moving right along, Pioneer is doing Irish on Broadway, the music of Les Miserables, um, with obviously the musical selections of Les Miserables. Wait, but that's French. Guess we'll find out more. Wait, I need to read there. Let's see. 
You read. Um, this next one was the one we were talking about a few minutes ago that uh, just came in a few minutes beforehand. I uh, shouldn't say a few minutes beforehand, but we discovered that it existed a few minutes before it was announced today. Santa Clara Vanguard, Ouroboros, and I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but don't hold me to it. Um, basically, I did some research on their uh, show concept. Ouroboros is a, an old, like super historically known symbol um, of a serpent eating its own tail, um, which kind of is like basically it's regenerating itself while also getting rid of the old um it's a weird symbol um but it's apparently a universal kind of thing um and basically this is their 50th anniversary um and they are trying to you know shed off the old appreciate it and you know move forward similar kind of the blue devil's idea but i think they're more trying to push the boundaries um so we, we shall see. Their musical selections include Interplay for Piano, Four Hands and Orchestra by David Gillingham, uh, The Triumph of Time by Peter Graham. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. The Triumph of Time is also yes, you're the right. musical selection of Blue Devils, just in case you missed that, everyone. Yeah. I like when groups play the same music. Because then you can you can direct compare. comparison. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, but um, it's cool. Different interpretations, yeah. See what each group does. Yeah. Uh, Song of Eight Unruly Tipsy Poets by Zhu Long. Uh, Into a Virtual World by Amin Basha, and Remembering the Future from Walt of the World by Stephen Melillo. It's weight, um, weight of the world. Sorry, I can't read. Wait <laughs> It is kind of hard to see. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm squinting. I need to get my eyes rechecked. It's about that time of year. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that tune's pretty cool, if I remember it, which I kind of don't, but... I'm but pretty, yeah, um, pretty sure Santa, Clara, Santa Clara has been on the rise. I, I mean, they've been up there. I feel like they've just, like... They're always in the same place. They really roughly. kind of been about fourth. Yeah. Around the fourth area. Yep, yep. But have, you know, uh, surpassed uh, the cadets this past year and uh, by two places. Um, first first time in, what, 30 some years that that's happened? So. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's been a while. Didn't they win uh, in like 2000 or 98? or something it's been a while I don't know um, so there's that so Santa Clara Vanguard 50th anniversary apparently according to some of my inside sources they've spent a lot of money on this 50th anniversary show or just the 50th, 50th anniversary in general so um, keep your eyes peeled to the Santa Clara Vanguard this summer um, and we'll be updating you as we learn and know more um, and lastly the core that just was like everyone's favorite I mean like no one no one was like oh yeah we hate blah 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 no they always had some you know good for them they made finals for the first time ever last year the academy um, everyone's kind of looking they just made finals uh, their show is clever, it was cute, and uh, everybody 
really liked it. Um, so we're looking to them, and they announced their show by a hair. Um, they've got, you know, uh, new uniforms all over the board. Uh, you can go and look at those pictures, the announcements on their website, probably oh, all over Facebook. I won't lie. I do not like their new uniform. I do not yet. Of course, I haven't seen it from the press box. So I also, when I saw Carolina Crown's uniform in 2013 for the first time during spring training, when someone sent a picture uh, to one of our staff members, I was like, oh, it's hideous. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and then it became the standard. So let's just, uh, I'm just going to wait and see, uh, see what's going on and uh, take a look at it from the press box and see if their show uh, lends itself to it, but it's very it's very academy esque. Um, they just you know flipped up a little bit. So buy a hair. Um, that's a lot of musical selections. Why don't you give it a shot, Andrew? Uh, for the academy. For the is academy. That, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Uh, yes. So they are playing the Pier Gint Suite Number One, Morning Wood, by. Edvard Grieg, Hunting Wabbits, that's actually the title, by, it really is the title. by Gordon Goodwin, Overture to Barber of Seville by, do you know how to say that? Just say by Rossini. Rossini, I'm not going to try on his first name. Dance Boheme by, from Carmen, I'm not going to say Bizet. Bizet, Bizet, okay. Sure, we're going to go with that. Oh my god, so, I'll tell you after I finish this. Uh, So, Ride of the Valkyries by Wagner, Habanera Habanera from Carmen by Bizet, Hungarian Rhapsody, which sounds like, I'm sure you've heard of that. Uh, Yeah. Anvil Chorus from Il Trovatore by Verdi. And uh, a little story, um, back in like high school, uh, I used to call Chopin's name Chopin, and then someone corrected me, and I wanted to die, because it was so stupid that I didn't know how to say his name. Uh, so that's why I'm always like nervous about, about popular yeah. composer names. Same with uh, Richard Strauss. Uh, I think there was one time I said Richard, and I... Oh, you see, I totally would have said Richard. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, never again. It's okay, people. We learn from our failures. Just a little side note. There's a future video coming out of that on this channel, if you're watching on YouTube, um, all about a pep talk about failures and why we have to have them. But also... um, also, try and learn from other people's failures. That that will help too. That's a drum corps tip. <laughs> yes, definitely. If you're listening to this and you're about to go on tour, um, all right. Uh, but other than that, we don't know a whole lot by hair. There's a lot of uh, choral or vocal works in their repertoire. Hmm. Should be exciting. Or well, no, we've got overture, so maybe it's the the actual like instrumental portions. We'll see. I'm not very familiar with. Uh, I mean, I've heard of them, but I've never actually sat down and listened. Uh, so uh, we shall see. And next, we're gonna bring it on to the home team, the Cadets. If you haven't heard by now, they have announced their show music. 
they're doing Leonard Bernstein's Mass, um, which they did 34 years ago when they won their first world championship in 1983. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, didn't I call this at some point? I said 2017 minus 1983 is 34. And I was like, that's fishy. Um, so, well, there you go. They're doing uh, mass again. Um, and uh, this time with actual, like, vocalists. Um, you know, I have high hopes, like me and Andrew were talking about. Like, we don't want to see them fail. But at the same time, like, I I don't know with all the, the changes. Change can be good. But at the same time... Um, yeah, change, like, all the new staff is just going to bring a different perspective to mm-hmm. the cadets. So that's going to be cool. But, like, just in general, hearing about the show, what they've been doing for the past couple of years is just picking a composer and then playing their music. In 2013, they did barber music, except for, like, the ballad, right? Nope, all of it was barber. Oh, really? The ballad? Uh, yeah, it's also... uh, Andante Trink. Kilo or Tranquilo, Quilo, however you want to pronounce it, um, and uh, it was absolutely phenomenal ballad. I think it was part of his first symphony, if I'm guessing correctly. It's, I believe that's correct. Uh, yeah. So, and then in 2014 we did um, everything by what's his name, Aaron Copeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, I mean, it was fun, I guess. Uh, and then. Um, 2015 was all Shostakovich. Except for the ballad. Except for the ballad. That's what I was thinking of. Um, that was a good show, for sure. And then 2016 was like kind of centered around Mackie. And then... But also, at the same time, Pines of Rome. So, I mean, you got yeah. side by side. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, so it was like kind of not one composer, but it was centered around the Mackie stuff. And then... This year, they're sticking with Bernstein. Uh, I just wish they would do, like, what they were doing in, like, 2008, except better. Or, like, 2007. Yes. 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, musical selections that, like, I mean, you look at all the other cores and no one's selecting one composer. Yeah. Not saying that we should conform, but... At the same time, and by we, I, I guess I mean them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just boxing them in. But you know, who knows? Like, because I mean, if you pick one composer, then you kind of have to like make a concept out of their style of music, and there's not as much. Um, creative freedom if you are choosing to pick one from one composer's um, repertoire. I don't know. Does that I sound, does that sound silly? No, it, it makes sense. Um, what was I going to say? I had something. Oh, I hate it when this happens. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, they've announced that they're doing Mass, but they didn't say if that's all they were doing. I mean, I th- they could potentially change something between now and who knows when. I mean, think back to 2014, we didn't get all our music until spring training was, like, half over. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like if they were going to do something, they would have said it, maybe. I don't know. Speaking of things they're doing but haven't said, um, I hear there's a big uniform change. I did hear that, yes. That's going to yeah. be exciting. I'm excited for all the uniform stuff. Yeah. It's exciting. At the same time, uh, I'm also a little scared. Because <laughs> um, uh, every time I see a black cadet uniform, especially the ones with um, like the extended like statue-like stuff underneath it, I don't know, part of me just wants to like go back like this. And nothing like on the cadets that marched this year, that year, because I absolutely loved you guys. I loved the show. I mean, me and Andrew were up there cheering our brains out um, uh, from, you know, a cadet alumni perspective. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't, just doesn't, um, doesn't feel like a super suit from the stands. I don't know, visually speaking. But uh, here's not black. They're going back to maroon and something, but it'll be completely redesigned. So that'll be very interesting. Very, very interesting. Indeed. So last uh, production we have Before announced. Before I get to the first. Yes. Uh, is from the Cavaliers. Their show's entitled Men Are From Mars. Uh, I imagine that was inspired by the, I don't know, never mind. I was thinking of something <laughs> completely, I was thinking about the, uh, uh, what is it, like, girls are from Jupiter to get more stupider or something like that? Right. Have you heard that before? I have heard that before. Okay, <laughs> so I feel like maybe that might have been the inspiration behind that. Yeah, um, let me just uh, do a little uh, research on air. I'm going to click it. Uh, Men are from Mars, and it's going to be featuring featuring the music of, oh, here's his name, Ricard Strauss, Aaron Copeland, John Mackey, Steve Vai, Max Richard, Laurie Anderson, uh, Johansson, probably butchered that, by the way, Um, (laughs) probably Johan Johansson, and Gustav Holst, and Frank Sinatra. Hmm. Hashtag we are men. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I think it'll be interesting, especially after um, you know, last year they just um, you know, they've really stepped up their game and getting things back together. So um, it will be interesting to see the Cavaliers. This yeah, summer. they're always. So. I feel like every couple of years they, well, maybe not every couple of years, but they they've been doing like these shows based off of hey, we are men. Like, okay, so it's just like this, and then uh, their 2011 show, what was it? Extraordinary. That was mm-hmm. kind of like a... The man, XY like, chromosome kind yeah, of Yeah, like We Are Men type of, a, type of a show. Yeah, I completely see that, because um, what, they're only one of two yeah. all-male drum courses still exist. Yeah. So, there's that. I would love to see an all-female drum corps. I think that'd be so cool. Yes. The only problem is could you... I, I mean, I'm not saying that drum corps... I mean, females don't participate in drum corps, but especially you're just in one location, um, would it be hard, especially as a new drum corps, to get enough female members to join? Uh, yeah, probably. But... Yeah, I feel that would be an issue, um, especially just starting out. 
Yeah. Um, I in mean, today's the, day. Yeah, the Cavaliers and uh, Madison Scouts have this long history. So, yeah. I mean, if you've got it, Boy Scouts, you know what? Let's take a Girl Scout troop, turn them into a drum corps. There you go. Okay, yeah. That's it. <laughs> so, what rumors have you been hearing? Um, actually, before we get to that, there was one more thing I wanted to mention about SCV. Didn't they get a new drill writer? A very important drill writer? Oh, didn't they get uh, the guy from Crown? Nope. No. That was Boston. Oh, did they get Jeff? Nope, that was Carolina Crown. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll let you in on a secret. Okay. okay, it's not really a secret because I'm pretty sure they not pretty sure they announced it, um, and I'm pretty sure it's Santa Clara Vanguard. Um, Santa Clara Vanguard got Michael Gaines. Oh yes. Yeah. Wasn't he with Crown? No, he was with no one. Really? Yep. Michael Gaines is uh. Welcomes, yeah. Vanguard welcomes Michael Gaines as creative director, and uh, yeah, so it's exciting. Oh, I thought he was with Crown. Nope, Jeff Sackdig is with Carolina Crown now. That's gonna be super exciting. Yeah, which brings me to the rumor mill um, from some of our inside sources. Um, I overheard um, some, you know, conversations. I probably shouldn't have been eavesdropping on, but I was. Hey, they were um, they were saying it in public. I oh, think, yeah. Right? There's that. I mean, well, an office, but still. Um, basically, um, I was in the office, so it's not like I was like hiding. I was in the office too. Uh, but all that aside, uh, with Jeff Drill writing for Carolina Crown, I hear that that plays a is going to play a big influence, basically, on the design of the show. I mean, other than, like, duh, obviously, his drill is going to make a design influence. But, like, the show might be more so reliant on his drill as, like, a central design component, if that makes sense. Hmm. So, it will be interesting. Um, I forget, like, I heard him spit off what they're playing, um, but I don't remember any of it. Um. Um... Sorry, I didn't take <laughs> notes. I was just kind of trying to get what I could. Um, uh, but it it'll definitely be interesting, especially after you know they're definitely going to be in the top, whatever, top three, four, something. Um, just based on their you know recent history and their program being awesome. I really. Um, like I guess we can show. talk about the the mix up a little bit. Um, in staff changes. Uh, so cadets lost Gino and Colin, who were the percussion. Um, and Jeff. Sacktick. Right. Yes. Um, sorry, I was reading something. Uh, yeah, so they lost Jeff, they lost uh, Colin, and they lost Gino, which is kind of like... <laughs> that's a very... like. Like we said, staff changes are, uh, there are a lot at cadets this year, which could be good or bad, depending. Um, anyways, uh, Gino and Colin went to Boston, uh, and Boston pulled a lot. Like, they are the magnet of staff members from all over the place. They took, you know, they took Michael Townsend and Leon May from Carolina Crown, the visual 
gurus that may crown who they've been for the past for you know ever um and then uh they you know they took Gino and Colin and uh I can't remember those those are really the significant ones I can think of yeah and basically Gino and Colin took their staff from the cadets right yeah essentially um and then Carolina Crown was like, well, we're out of a drill rider, um, so they are getting Jeff Sackdig, which will be very interesting, like we just mentioned. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, yeah, Cadets got Onxed from Crown, uh, uh, which is interesting. Um, so what I overheard, here's another thing I overheard in that conversation was that um, instead of hiring like a brand new percussion guy to come in and change everything that they had been, you know, the crown percussion is, as we've, we've known, they've kind of been the weaker link. I'm not saying the weakest, but they've been the weaker link of the, um, the drum corps because the brass program's great. The visual program's great. Color guard's been great, but they're, you know, the percussion scores have always suffered a little bit. I mean, if they're not the weak, weakest, uh, who what part of that is <laughs> yeah you're right sorry i was being i wasn't being blunt not enough. not that they're bad they're I mean, right yeah obviously they're great but yeah by by yeah. like comparison to the rest of you know we're not insulting you we're just pointing things out um but uh yeah so instead of hiring a new percussion guy they just uh basically transitioned someone up to that position and kept all of the percussion staff members they had so they didn't have to really change how things have been taught, you know, sort of building the program because they've been getting progressively better. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see how that works out. Um, also, I don't know a lot about their color guard, but considering they just won a color guard trophy um, and their color guard guy left like the legend left and went to Boston a lot of the color guard members from crown last year have gone to Boston and pretty much this is what I've heard is that the uh, Boston guard is pretty much like 50% or majority of crown vets that have you know are coming back and then uh, the best of Boston there previously um, and everybody else got cut or something similar to that situation at least you know again rumor mill um so uh yeah it's like vets are coming in and from crown and taking over boston and the color guard department and all sorts of crazy things are happening and i'm like oh i'm glad i aged out when i did when things were normal <laughs> i feel the exact same way yeah so uh it will be a crazy season um you better believe we'll be covering a, as much of it as we can um here on the podcast which by the way if you're tuning in on the live stream on youtube thank you um go and check out this is we, we don't plan to live stream all of the recording sessions this is a one-time deal sort of to raise awareness um for drum drum gosh darn it, for uh for <laughs> corecast which is an all drum corps podcast this is season two we did last season we've kind of uh upped the ante a little bit um you know bought some equipment some some new microphones yeah uh, thank you thank you so much for that 
Oh, no problem. Um, we are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah, but we prefer, like, just download from iTunes. It's easier. But I, I guess if you don't have an iPhone, then uh, go the SoundCloud route. Mm-hmm. Or you could, you could just use iTunes on your computer. If, I don't know if you still kind of do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's, that's about all the news we have um, as of right now. We probably missed something. Um starting to get kind of late in the evening for us. A lot of um, announcements, I shouldn't say a lot, but more announcements than we had planned for earlier because some more had come out since we started planning this episode. Um, but, yeah, it's awesome to be back, uh, getting back in the swing of podcasting again. Um, we hope those of you on YouTube that are watching this uh, video live stream uh are have enjoyed listening to us ramble on about drum corps getting ready because move-ins are right around the corner for so many uh young adults across the country and we are so thrilled um to be some of drum corps biggest fans yeah i'm super excited for the season yeah it's gonna be a good one uh don't don't forget that uh there's also drum corps in the theater um and buy your tickets to your local shows because they're probably going to sell out, or at least the good seats are going to sell out soon. So just friendly reminder. Oh yes. And finals don't even don't even it's too late. Um, those tickets are either outrageous, like they're really expensive if you want an okay seat, or you're just gonna get a, a you know nosebleed section seat. Ouch. Anyways. So, for, uh, I guess this is episode 12, or are we starting over again with numbering? How are we doing that? Uh, I, yeah, I guess we could start over with numbering. So, season 2, episode 1. Okay, yeah. So, for season 2, episode 1, I'm Rocky. And I'm Andrew. And this has been CoreCast. Mm.